Welcome back. It is October 23rd. Hope you're all surviving. We're surviving over here today. We are here. We're queer. We're queer all year. I should say that when I'm looking at the microphone, but whatever. Stereo. I am Kat Jones, your host, and I'm joined, as always, by my bro and sound producer and co-host, Mick G. And I, as always, don't know if that lined up or not because I don't hear the background music. <laughs> um, so yep, he's the one who's got to deal with Once me. again, I, uh, you know, it sounded good to me. I think it was a good intro. Yeah. I'm hitting, I'm getting there hitting on the eight. Hitting on the eight. But hitting on the eight. Someday, y'all, I'm going to write a script and it's going to be professional. Yo. And we're going to get people listening. So anyway, we will survive, right? Not going to lay gonna down have and die. COVID vaccines sometime. It's going to go away after the election. Woo! Oh, so, yeah. actually, do you have anything else you want to talk about, McGee? Or do we want to just like slide straight in? Let's do it. Let's get it. Yeah. 1978. Disco is in full swing, and Gloria Gaynor has actually gone through quite a few setbacks in her life at this moment. She has just gotten off of, well, not just gotten off of, she has just gone through the death of her mother, which she's still reeling from. It was just a couple years prior, but it, you know, your mom dies. Like, I can't even imagine. Then her record label decides to drop her because she hadn't had a hit since um, 1975, I believe. Yes. Um, and so she was going through a thing. You know, she, she couldn't find the song that was right for her. She felt like God was going to send her a song and put it on her heart, and she just hadn't found it yet. And so one day... She went to bed, and she woke up paralyzed from the waist down. And she says that she thinks that God did that to get her attention, which is a big thing to get your attention. Like, if that's what needs to get your attention, wow. <laughs> I mean. Well, I mean. It would probably still take that to get my attention think, right now. I wouldn't even be convinced by that because my legs fall asleep in bed often. Like, if you just. I mean sleep on a your legs weird going paralyzed from the waist down for me right now probably would be the only thing that would wake me up and make me realize i need to go to the doctor (laughs) but so she had to go through spinal surgery she was in the hospital for three months she wore a back brace for a lot of time and she just kept going through like a really rough time But then her record label changed presidents, and the new president was like, yeah, you're coming back, and I got a new hit for you. Um, And it was the A side of the track that ended up becoming a gay anthem, and the A side was called Substitute, I believe. I didn't write it down. Yes. And so he really 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 wanted this to come out and they the band is it the band that is it a band are you in a band or is it like 
you and then the backing tracks. Whatever. Yeah, that one Whoever is it is. one that I don't know. I will openly tell you that. Producer. It was the producer. The producers. <laughs> um, they wanted to do their own song. And the new president really, really wanted to do this song. So he decided that he wanted to do the song so bad that he would let them do their song on the B track. And um, gather around, children. Gather around the campfire. We're going to talk about an A track and a B track. <laughs> uh, so back in the day, you could really only have one song on a record. And a record is this little disc that you put on a turntable and you don't go scritch, 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 scritch. You just let it play and it plays a song and it's huge. And as they got better, they started having more songs, but a lot of times it was just one song and that's called the A song. And then you flip it over and there's another song there and that's called the B song. And usually the B side is like the throwaway song. Is that, does that sound right, McGee? Yeah, well, like, no, it's more like the experimental song. It's the it it changes throughout decades. Um, yeah, like uh, in the '60s, the B sides were definitely used as the actual creative outlet part, and the A side was there to keep the record company happy and to make money. Okay, and would I be correct in saying that the B side is almost always better than the A side? It's almost always um, more better thought out. And, um, well, you know, there are a lot of great A-sides, you know. Yeah. Um, it just seems like every time I hear a song that I really like and I look it up, they're like, this was originally a B-side. And I'm like, well, they were wrong, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, kind of like, um, no, Bohemian Rhapsody wasn't a... It wasn't an anything side, was it? It was just like a, you're playing this because it's awesome, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I don't, just saw I don't Bohemian know Rhapsody the other day. That was originally released on. Um, Did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? The uh, the uh, documentary or yeah. the docu? What do they call it? Docudrama. Doc docudrama. Um, let's see. Yes, Biopic. I did. I, um. I'm getting that confused with the Elton John one right now. But, oh no, um, it's the Queen one. It's got Rami Malek, who I always I always have to think about his name because it sounds like Fami Malek, who is one of the most corrupt medical examiners in the history of the world, huh. and he's very much like there. Hmm. Don't look into the Clintons in Arkansas because wow there's a conspiracy there that might be real well but the so, Clintons are from Arkansas no yeah I'm saying like the medical examiner sure conspired with some stuff quote allegedly don't sue me or send SWAT or whatever yeah we're gonna so, get yeah, destroyed um, by the swamp now besides <laughs> yeah they wanted it to be either an A side they wanted it to be the song that's released to the radios which is yeah, the A-side, side, usually, right? Yeah. 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 And the Mike Myers, who was playing the guy who turned them down, said Bohemian Rhapsody isn't something kids will headbang to in the car, <laughs> which is hilarious because he headbanged to it in um, Wayne's World. Right? Wait, who said it? Mike Myers. Oh, yeah. Mike, he, he said that about Bohemian Rhapsody? Bohemian Rhapsody. It was a throwback. Right, to, but um, he, uh, he's the one who originally said that? 
No, he played there um, in the movie. He played the original record company that they had the deal with. Oh. And they really wanted to do Bohemian Rhapsody, and he wouldn't. He wanted to do, was it like Best Friend or yeah, something I, I, like that? Yeah, now I remember one of those really about. commercial ones and um they walked out saying you're going to forever be known as the guy who lost queen and yeah it was so it's so funny when i realized it was mike myers i was like <laughs> that is the weirdest throwback so anyway yeah b tracks i like b tracks and i like i like bands that walk out when you don't do the song they want to b sides so anyway. are even better when you get to uh, full Pizza. LPs or whatever, where oh, yeah. you could have, like, a lot of the times there will be, <clears throat> like, a 30-minute a song on the B-side that's just a, uh, um, the, just a, the creative outlet of the artist. They really get, yeah. they get to experiment on the B-sides. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and then there were A and B sides on cassette players, which was, I don't think there was any rhyme or reason to that. It was just so you could fit more on there. Yeah. I don't think it was like good ones on the front, bad ones on the back. It was mostly just like. Well, I I mean, they did it? have that layout, A sides, like uh, you would hear about cassettes, like um, the A side going gold or whatever. Um, oh, yeah, huh? So they did use that uh, system for cassettes, I'm I believe. To think of, I'm trying to think of, like, cassette tapes we listened to. And I'm just Bonnie coming Raitt. up with Hercules and Bonnie Raitt. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready I don't for remember a paintball what? gun? Yeah. <laughs> we should have a bonus episode that's, like, misheard lyrics. Yeah, that would that be a no good episode. no one cares about, but... Um, or we could do like a like a Facebook, you know, post about it. Yeah. Anyway, tangents. Yeah, we should probably talk. So, um, <laughs> or you should probably. Yeah. Talk. So, um, they were gonna do this substitute song on the A side, and the song that the producers really wanted to do on the B side was um, called "I Will Survive," and so they um, took. Gloria in to see if she liked the song and she was reading the lyrics and she was like I mean immediately she said yes she's like this is the song that God would gave to them to set to here's a quote from her I see when I read the lyrics I realized the reason they'd been waiting for me to record that song was that God had given that song to them for them to set aside waiting for him to get everything in order for me to meet up with them and that song was I will survive and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a lot to go through just for a song. But that song has changed the world, honestly, you know? Yeah. It's not so. an overly uh, complex or uh, um, brilliant, or like, it's not a masterpiece um, by technical terms, but. Um, it's, no, it but is it's a masterpiece a great by piece of spirit. Art. Yeah. 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 And, and, the way she sings it, it, like, her whole existence is just in that song, you know? And she had survived so much, and she's like, I will survive. And so, I mean, it reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1979, so that's, like, the year after it was released, yeah. which is... Um, 
I personally don't really win. like the Billboard charts as a, but but that is, I mean, kind it's... of our best stick measuring stick we have, I guess. Yeah, it's it's about what the people like, you know, kind of. It's not necessarily yeah. about what's good, you know. Like Justin Bieber's been up there before. Yeah, so. I mean, like whatever. Our entire lives, the um, Billboard chart has always been filled by the herds music you know mm-hmm. the stuff that they're yeah. playing on M- mtv um mm-hmm. just the stuff that was won by popularity contests you know so the incredible not... one to me is rolling stone like but maybe they've i, I feel like they've lost it recently really? um but they still have like good ones at the top yeah i um I don't have my thoughts collected well enough on Rolling Stone to talk about it. Um, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I don't remember exactly. I don't want to say the wrong things and mm-hmm. slander them needlessly. Yeah, I just feel like they... I would say overall like they've the... done more good than bad for sure. I agree yeah. with the majority of their top 100 of all time, you know? Every time oh, they yeah. release it. It's like a little different maybe, but it's always got like the standards and the, you know, really good ones, basically. And of course, like the small ones who people don't necessarily know, but who are really good they they don't get on there. But, you know, and it's about what the people want. So in this situation, the, the billboard charts are relevant in that this is a song for the people. And so the fact that people like latched onto this so much and it reached number one is um a sign that people related to it so much and especially like this was the midst of the lgbt rights activism and it was like the beginning of the aids crisis and um and it was just like people were so used to being beaten down and they were still getting beaten down so much and no one was paying attention to them and it was just like this this survival song it's like you you can't stop me i'm going to survive and even if like you can if you take my rights from me if you take my life from me or whatever my spirit is going to survive because you can't take that and we're going to fight back that kind of thing you know and um it also became like a like a feminist song and um like i'm trying to think of the other like it's a it's also a like a domestic abuse um survivor song like mm. the thing i read a um an analyst saying that like the best thing about the song is that it means something different to everyone and it's one of those versatile songs that like gives hope to every individual who hears it which is kind of rare in mm. my opinion you know yeah definitely. maybe not throughout Certainly history but pop song but yeah and 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 it's still it's gone down as a as a um gay anthem you know it's yeah celebrating that we're still here and we're gonna be here and you're gonna deal with it you know yeah yeah so i i like the song and we played it at our gay prom. Uh, Those back weren't in the, the intentions time. of the song, right? 
to be a gay uh, the in, Well, the intention of the song, okay. I mean, it was very personal for her, of course, like the intention of the song. The song's lyrics are about being cheated on yeah. and um, choosing to survive that. Like, you're not any, you're not, you're not better than me. You're not going to make me feel like I'm worthless. You know, yeah. I'm not going to take you back because get out of here, you know. And so those are the lyrics, but like the meaning behind them, you know, you can take that as symbolism or you can just like ignore those lyrics altogether. And it's like, I'm going to survive, you know, I'm going to survive you. I'm going to survive this. I'm going to survive 2020, Hmm. all that kind of thing. And I guess kind of like for the, for those of us who have friends who haven't necessarily survived, it's like, I will survive in that I'm keeping your spirit alive too by my surviving kind of, that's a concept that's hard to explain. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, but she has talked about how she loves how um, everyone else picked up on it. And I think there have been a lot of covers. I don't think anyone can beat her singing this. It, it, she's just like, I don't know. If Tig Notaro can sing and she sang this, maybe she could rival because like she's been through some stuff. So... I would like to see her sing I Will Survive. Let's tweet that at her. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Um, yeah, so tweet at Tig Notaro. Ask her to sing I Will Survive karaoke and hit us up. Tig, if you're listening, I love you. Listen, hit us up. Yeah. You want me to yeah. go into the Soch? Yes. All right. So, Sochers and Poshers out there, I don't know what a Posher is, but... um. Please check out, or please give us a rating on iTunes or Spotify or whatever you do it on, um, and also give us a review. That will make us uh, super happy. If you can, oh sorry, got some, uh, my stomach tried to kill me right there. All right, so <laughs> go to, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, we are Queer All Year Pod. On Facebook, we are Queer All Year um, or Queer All Year Pod. And we also have a group that's called the Queer All Year Mafia. Mafia. It is great. If none, if that stuff's not good enough for you, uh, go and check out patreon.com slash queer all year. We have bonus episodes, ringtones, bloopers, and more. That's what we got. Is that all we got? Right? Hey, well, if you're all still listening, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, at us, and say hip hop and you will be entered into a drawing for something, yes, maybe a sticker. Today's I'm code not sure. Worm. Code word. Code worm? Code worm. Code word. Code word is hippopotamus. And bonus points if you know what movie that's from. <laughs> yeah, you'll get a, yeah. a patch on the t-shirt we give you. Or whatever. Oh my gosh, a t-shirt? Did you just promise a t-shirt? Um, Are you paying for a t-shirt? Probably now that I said it. Yeah. You're the one who All put right, this thing so... up there. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> I was thinking a sticker or like a coffee. <laughs> You will be put in for a drawing for something. Leave us a review. 
take a screenshot of it, five-star review, screenshot it, tweet it at us with the word hiphopopotamus, and you will be in for a t-shirt. There you go. Yeah. There you go. We will figure out what a t-shirt looks like. That sounds foolproof. Cool. (laughs) Awesome. So, I will take us out. Have an awesome day, night, uh, celestial, whatever time. And remember, you've got all your life to live. You've got all your love to give. You will survive. You will survive.